Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Bedfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BedfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92%? Because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. <laughs> he feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. <laughs> Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You know what, Snowman? It's complicated. This week on the Story Song Podcast. I hear the tale of an old glory. Three friends who took All the songs that tell a story. It's the Story Song Podcast. Hey, everybody. And a ho, ho, ho. Welcome mm. back to the Story Song Podcast. I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. Every episode on this show, we walk you through the wonderful world of story song. And this week, that phrase is even more appropriate than normal. Because mm-hmm. uh, this is our holiday episode. Yeah, our Boxing Day episode, uh, if you will. That's true. It's coming out on Boxing Day. We are talking about the song Winter Wonderland. Mm. Um, by take your pick. There's a, there's a lot of different everybody. There's a lot of different versions. Mm-hmm. Uh, Literally everyone everybody. has done it. Um, but this, what I'm excited about this is, and I think more than any of our other hot episodes, is we're really leaning into one aspect of our show, which is the idea of like, here's a song, everybody, and I'm talking to you at home. Here's a song you've heard a thousand times, mm-hmm. right? Maybe even more. Have you ever thought about the lyrics? Have you ever thought about 
what they're really saying in this song. Not a bad way. There's just a lot of weird stuff in here. And you're at a holiday party. It just goes right over your head. Yeah. You're not really thinking about it. We're going to get into it. Because um, this is one of the ones, again, where there's some weird stuff where you're like, what is a person? I don't know. Let's let's talk about it. Let's find out. I'm excited. Um, and that's that's uh, one of the things that I love. And I when I say to you, have you really thought about it? Because I'll tell you what, I have. I've given it a lot of thought. <laughs> yeah. Way too much thought. Yeah. I don't have many answers, but I've spent a lot of time. When you're at a holiday party having a grand time, I'm, again, in the corner being like, why did that kid knock down the, the, the snowman? Yeah. Um, what was wrong with those kids? Are they jerks? What's going yeah, on? What's going on? Um, we're going to talk about it. Have so. I given the song any thought? Every year. Every year. <laughs> exactly. Every December. Well, comes- you know what? Yeah. Sometimes like way into April. Yeah, yeah. A lot of thinking about it. Um, what is so the Michael, deal with that snowman? Can you tell us the uh, the story of this story song? Yes. Um, so Winter Wonderland is about two old-timey lovebirds who go for a walk on a lovely snowy day, and then a snowman comes to life and forces them to get married. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This sounds great. They, they build a snowman, they pretend it's someone else, and in some versions... They do that again. Uh, they build a second <laughs> snowman and pretend it is a, a second thing. Um, There's a lot of so pretending. a lot of building, a lot of pretending, a lot of snow, a lot of a lot of building of snowmen. Yep. Um, and then I assume because this is clearly old timey, one of them dies of consumption at the end, which is sad. But hey, man. Yeah, they what run do they away. Do? They got. They run away. They got that ice snowman. They run thing. away. They laugh. They fall into the snow, and one of them goes. <coughs> And the other one says, are you okay? <laughs> it's just a cough. It's just a winter cough. cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She dead by April. Yeah, exactly. She is a dead That's by a, April. It's a lot of blood on that handkerchief. I'm just going to just gonna say that. <laughs> Monogram. You know what? Gift of the Magi. Maybe it's time. Maybe it's time. <laughs> I got you a watch fob and you got me a bloody handkerchief? What? Over the ground lies a mantle of white. A heaven of diamonds shine down through the night. Two hearts are thrilling in spite of the chill and the weather. Love knows no season, love knows no climb. Romance can blossom any old time. Here in the open, we're walking and hoping together. Usually, we, we when we do this, and I guess it differs for our holiday episodes, but usually when we do this, we focus on like one specific recording, and this we're sort of focusing on like the published version of the song you know of yeah. the the lyrics itself you know what we're doing we're doing song of the year not record of the year there you go you right grammy there fans you go. that's right exactly well and i mean i think a lot of the holiday songs we've done your rudolphs your frosties you know they at least had like one definitive first version you know what i mean if it wasn't necessarily the most popular version um but there, w- there was sort of a, a d- definitive, like, here's where the song started. I, I mean, this song, you know, there, the, there is no, like, this is, this is the first version that everyone, other version is sort of based off of. It's, it's just sort of one of these, like, perennial, it's just sort of always been around mm-hmm. uh, sort of songs. And like you said, there's a million different versions. Oftentimes, you've probably heard a uh, elementary school choir poorly singing this song because it's also... <laughs> 
it's it's much like Jingle Bells. It's an easy one. Maybe this is more like junior high. It's a little slightly more complicated, yeah. but otherwise, there's um, some swaying involved. You, yeah, yeah, but you've swaying. definitely you've heard a lot of really terrible versions of this song. That said, I will say that I I think that this song is deceptively simple. Hmm. And we'll see it once we get into the lyrics. The lyrics are are actually really sophisticated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the fact that it is such a standard, and the fact that so many people have recorded it, and it's just unfortunately now become a song that you just sort of hear and kind of not pay attention to. You don't really pay attention to the the skill and the craft that went into the lyrics. I think, and that's I why that. we exist. That's right. That's why we're here, folks. Um, so let's start here at the top. Now, um, these opening lyrics, Michael. Yes. Where do these come from? Are these are these part of the original? Is this added later? The first, I'm this not is, sure. This is also kind of like a ship of Theseus where like parts have been <laughs> added uh, yeah. to it. And it's, not, it's hard to figure out where the original begins and ends. The first recording begins... Um, with the the chorus that or the the verse that everyone's familiar with there is an intro um that we'll talk about first that some recordings use it as an intro one recording of note uses it as a bridge and other mm. recordings just leave it out altogether mm-hmm. yeah so it's uh the choose your own adventure of christmas songs <laughs> yeah exactly um so we're going to start here over the ground lies a mantle of white a heaven of diamonds shine down through the night. Two hearts are thrilling, in spite of the chillin', the air. The weather. Oh, in the weather. Why did I say the air? I don't know. <laughs> Clearly, it's just... It's, it's, for tour, I'm literally looking at the words. It's not even close. It's not even close. Chillin' the air God. is yeah. a thing. That's an expression. Chillin' the weather just sort of fits the song. Yeah, that's right. I guess that's true. That's right. That's why. You know, nobody says, how's um, the weather? Well, there's a chill in it. Yeah, there's a chill in the weather. Um, so, I mean, this is pretty straightforward, right? It's it is, poetic. I think. But I think this is also a really good example of the craft of the lyrics. There's, I mean, over the ground lies a mantle of white. That's, it's just the imagery. You know exactly what you're looking at. Like the 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 yeah. picture that the words paint is really lovely. And then there's um, that really nice in the third line internal rhyme yeah That's it's really great really cool yeah well i was gonna say i mean one of the things that's kind of fun um about this stuff is like so christmas comes every year right what and this year too yeah. i missed it yeah. <laughs> oh, no, man. no 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 it hasn't come yet it's, you still got time you still got time not by the time um, this, no we're recording this live right now it's the 26th oh, i've missed it yeah yeah no, no, no. Rachel, look, we're recording this ahead. And for it's those fine. of you who are listening to it on the 27th, we're recording it live then. And on the 28th, <laughs> yeah. we're recording it live then. No, Christmas has not yet come. Rachel, you're totally fine. You still have enough time to get presents. So anyway, oh, by the way, Rachel, Christmas is here. It's over. No, it's over. Oh, no. It's over. You missed it. Oh, no. Sorry. You there. What day is That's today? That's how fast it comes. Um, <laughs> but, Chris, but Christmas comes every year. And like, you change though, right? So you're a kid. Right, and then it's Christmas time, and then sometimes at Christmas you're like a young person, you're in love, and then Christmas comes again, and now you're a parent, and you got kids, and mm-hmm. you know, and so like this is this is a time of like you know two hearts are thrilling, 
right? Uh, they're they're for a walk here, so it's presumably some young people who are feeling that that real rush of of first time love, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I was just the point being that like you know Christmas can come at any point in your life, and it's and it's shaded by that, and you could write a song about you know yeah. being a kid or being a you know. Uh, an adult with kids or, or being an old person and your kids are coming home for Christmas or, you know, or you're, you're, you're thrilling in spite of the chill. Um, and I just want to point out, I like the two hearts are thrilling in spite of the chill in. So one word and two words, but it rhymes. That's true. That's all. That's true. Dad. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, do, I like it. I do like, I mean, yeah, that's that of- internal rhyme that I love kind of picturing yeah, these, yeah. P- picturing these two lovebirds um it's probably their first christmas that they're either either in uh you know they're just getting together or maybe it's their first christmas together so everything is perfect Ev- cr- the 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 snow could not be whiter the stars could not be more like diamonds you know it, they don't care about the weather. Everything is perfect for them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of picturing this. I do picture it like that, Rachel, but I also picture it in like the late 1800s kind of thing, even though this was mm-hmm. written way after that. Um, I'm picturing it very like Christmas carol-y. And oh, yeah. if that's the case, this song is scandalous. Oh my god. I mean I am I am scandalized. Let me be clear. I am scandalized because two people are walking in a winter wonderland. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know what there should be? There should be three. Because yeah. that woman needs a chaperone. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so this is I mean this this is some I mean, it's pra- it's practically pornography. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm just I gonna mean, say it. I mean, I'm just gonna say it. Um, all right, well click that and- explicit content <laughs> button. <laughs> oh, oh! Why does your podcast have an explicit tag? Oh, it implies two people are walking uh, <laughs> together. They might even be in a carriage. <laughs> okay. We're not sure. We're not but sure, but we wanted to. We're not taking. On we're not taking any side. chances. <laughs> that 1860s radio DJ is like, well, it's after 10 o'clock, so now we could play this song about two people walking in the snow without a chaperone. Uh, oh, we're gonna man. use the word thrilling. So send your children to bed early. <laughs> <laughs> Um. So, <laughs> look, there is one thing to do in the snow, and that is look. Yeah, <laughs> you look at that snow from, through a window, from in your house, surrounded by your family, who knows exactly where you are and what you are doing at all times. Can you walk um, in it? Well, if you want the whole town to talk about you, yeah, you can walk <laughs> in it. Sure, sure, sure. Um, love knows no season. Love knows no love knows no climb. Romance can blossom at any old time. Here in the open, we're walking and hoping together. Aww. I really love that verse. That's just a really I lovely verse. What? Gotta say, had no idea it was love knows no climb. What does that mean? Which, I assume climate? It's sure for climate? Yes and no. It's not It's not an exact synonym for climate. Climb is, um, sort of refers more to the atmosphere and the the... All right, the environment. So I think it's basically the same thing. No, no, no. It, but it's like it's it's not specifically referring to the climate. It's like saying like 
you know, the Northeast has colder, is a colder climb, and the, the yeah, Southwest is a warmer yeah. climb. Love knows no season. Love knows no barometric pressure. Um. Yeah. So, okay. but that, but this obviously not to, as a dumb question, but this is like a real word climb. Yes, because I've never, I've never heard. I, I just assumed they were they were saying short for climate, but and I knew this would come up, so I was looking for examples of how to use it that I didn't have to think of off the top of my head. So. Yeah. In uh-huh. Merriam-Webster's uh, dictionary, um, mm-hmm. they refer to like the more welcoming climb of the big city. So it's about the environment, it's about the atmosphere, that type of thing. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Gotcha, mm-hmm. gotcha. So it could mm-hmm. it could have to do with climate, weather, or it could have to do with like the actual like or like the the atmosphere surrounding an event or something like that. Rachel, if I if if I or, may. or like a a, a region. You know, like right. I see. Gotcha. If I may, yeah. If I may, you guys, it's all about the vibes. I think that's what so, we're saying. Yeah. Okay. Good. For our okay. purposes, let's just it. say it means climate. Love okay. knows no season. <laughs> love knows no vibes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so well, I think, um, and I think in this mm-hmm. verse, what it's saying is the fact that it's back to back with a line: "Romance can blossom any old time." It's not saying like, "Well, the the ground is frozen." So right, well, sure. like, like normally outside everything imagine... is gray and dead, but still, right, romance is is in blossom. You would imagine love blossoms in the spring, right? I think right. that's the the cliche. And then there's a saying, hot no, time, even though in it's the summer in the city. Yeah, sure, when June is busting out all over. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a hot child in the city. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then they'll um, see you in September. Anyway, they're just saying, you know, it's called. The, uh, AF outside, but we're in love. Um, <laughs> so romance can last many all time. Here in the open, we're walking and hoping together. In the open, okay, where everyone can Out see them. In the open, <laughs> uh, you guys. And another, again, the skill of the lyrics. This is another really great internal rhyme. Depending on how you say it, here in the open, walking and hoping together. So open. How much open. I, 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 how much you want to bet you could see her ankles? That so, right, you know what I'm saying? It. Oh my god! I, I'm just saying she's out mean? walking, open in the open, out openly open. walking. Unbelievable! Uh, just talking about this is going to get this podcast censored. Uh, <laughs> Eunice, oh, Eunice, man. come to the window, <laughs> please. <laughs> you can't believe what they're doing. Is that gentleman not wearing a hat? <laughs> She's wearing his gentleman's scarf. <laughs> Man. Fourth floor, um, gentleman's scarves. A whole floor just for the gentleman's scarf. Yeah. Um, it was a different era. Twilight Zone? So they are, what are they hoping about together? I think they're ho- they're hoping that love will will blossom and flourish. Yeah. Just thinking about the the years they have ahead. Aw. The fools. That's sweet. <laughs> I mean, they got probably at least three right before one of them dies. Sure, if it's the eighteen hundreds, <laughs> like Michael says. Sleigh bells ring. Are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a Bluebird here to 
sings a love song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. If you don't hear those sleigh bells, you know what you're going to hear is a lot of galloping real soon. <laughs> yeah. Well, she got run over, but at least I got one good walk in. Yeah, that's <laughs> really true. The most, that's true. Re- really the most you could, you could ask for. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the, in the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. I mean, it's so evocative. It just, it really it's is. so great. I mean, freshly fallen snow, glistening under like, under like moonlight. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding? No. I mean, it's just the, it's the best. Well, we all, those that I live mean, in warmer know. climates, you gotta see snow, just freshly fallen snow every once in a while. Maybe not in New York City. Don't though. New York City, I will say this: when freshly fallen snow is is in New York, in the city, it's fascinating. Mm. You've got yes. about five minutes for it to look <laughs> so magical. Yeah. And then, then, well, it's, then it's all s- downhill. Then you wake up the next morning and you're like, oh, my God, this is just I can see the garbage piled up. We all know that the thing of like waking up and it and it snowed all night and it's like undisturbed. Right. Like it's mm-hmm. it's and it's like really always a fascinating thing. Like before anyone has had a chance to dirty it um or even or even you know step on it uh it is always quite a beautiful fascinating thing and you know to go walking in that and, and it's it always feels very i i you hear the crunch ha- underneath oh i was gonna say i have very strong memories of speaking of new york city of when we lived uh, my, my wife and i lived in astoria and going to astoria park in the snow mm-hmm. and that very like it's very quiet, but like the sound of the snow yep. hitting is like weirdly loud, you know, and it's like everything's like there's no one around. Usually this place is like packed with people and it's like totally abandoned. Um, just like, yeah, I mean, definitely like uh, a very memorable time and a very, uh, you know, and this is definitely evocative of it. Would you call it a beautiful sight? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's still New York. <laughs> I mean, it was it was still down under a railroad <laughs> crossing. I don't know if it was that it was that beautiful, but it was nice, you know. Um, and then in the quiet of the new fallen snow, you hear just mm-hmm. in the distance like these these bells ringing. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, mm-hmm. are those are those sleigh bells? And then within two seconds, five horses are driving right past you. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Um. Gone away. Okay, here's here's where I, I'm going to start having questions. Okay, mm-hmm. up to now, up to now, everything's pretty straightforward. Gone away is the bluebird. Sure. Here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along, walking in a winter wonderland. Okay, before so, you ask your questions, mm-hmm. yeah, just another internal rhyme, and that's 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 awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I agree. Well, but here's my question. What is this? So what are we talking about here? Gone away is the bluebird, right? Mm-hmm. So I assume the bluebird is associated with like spring and warmth. I think it's two things. I think. Okay. Yes. I think it is probably a literal bird mm-hmm. that represents a the bird. Previous... <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Um, that represents a previous season, like the birds flying south for the winter. Yep. Um. I think it's also 
so it's it's about this new season coming in. I think it's also representative of the fact that it is a blue bird. It is blue right. is in sadness, and the singer's or the narrator's sadness is gone because he found this new love in the wintertime. So is the new bird the lovebirds? Like, they're lovebirds now? So here to stay is a new bird, the bird of love? Or did they buy a parrot? Because you have, if a parrot is an mm. investment. A parrot yeah, yeah. is going to outlive you. So you yes. better, that he's, he's here to stay. A, what I'm saying is a parrot is here to stay if you get a parrot. They walked past um, a parrot stand and they were like, should we, <laughs> we should get a parrot. Yeah. Should we get a Old parrot? That's a big stand. commitment. I really should check with my chaperone. Let's just get the parrot. Eunice, Eunice, they bought a parrot. (laughs) If I, but what if I just walked around and I just had this parrot on my shoulder all the time and I didn't really acknowledge it except for the occasion, like feed him a cracker. But then I was just, (laughs) but then I was just parrot guy. Like, do you think I could, do you think, because everyone everyone would call me parrot guy. Do you think I could do that? If I could just be parrot guy, that'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. That's good, right? I could be parrot guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but. Also, what if I, what if I grew up my sideburns and then I was sideburn parrot guy? Do you think I'd be sideburn parrot guy? I think that's too many things. Uh, fair enough. I think you'd All either right. be so just- sideburn guy or parrot guy. If you're both, then then it's just okay. going to confuse people. Okay, but right. however, hear me out. If you have a parrot, sideburns, and you rollerblade, then mm. that goes back to that you can be that guy. Now you're back yeah. on the other side. Yeah, yeah. Now you're back on the other now side. Now we're back on the other side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, yeah. then there's yeah. so and much will- going on that all you're focused on is the parrot. Correct, correct. And I am going to scandalize this small Victorian town <laughs> like they have never yeah. been scandalized before. I'm going to have on, I'm going to invent a Speedo and then have it on. Yeah. <laughs> I will have no shirt. I will invent rollerblades. I will import, at great expense to myself, a parrot from, <laughs> from a tropical climb. <laughs> Good callback. Um <laughs> Eunice, that man has wheels on his feet. We've got to move out of this town. (laughs) Eunice, I have a strong desire to move to Santa Monica, California. So, just seeing that man, he has he has he has enlightened my my passion. What a joie de vivre, Eunice. Um, (laughs) So. So I just call him Parrot Guy. Everyone just call him Parrot Guy. He's got a parrot. Look at him. So so. I did always, uh, yeah, I did always wonder, and, and and I always did, I did always wonder what the heck is this new bird, but thinking about it, again, like you said, you don't think about the lyrics unless you're us, it is, yeah. to me, it also signifies that the bird is, bird, <laughs> the word, no, the bird is the idea of them being lovebirds, oh, and I like so that. they were, they're lovebirds, that's the new bird that's here to stay. Mm. Yeah, and I think there's also a clue in the previous verse when he says we're happy tonight. So they're walking at night, mm-hmm. which means that this is yeah. a nocturnal bird, which means that it's an owl. So yeah. that's terrifying. Have you ever heard like an owl screech in the middle of the night? Sure. Yeah, it's real creepy. In the meadow we can build a snowman And pretend that he's passing round He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no, man. But you can do the job if you down. Later on, we'll conspire. 
as we dream by the fire To face unafraid the plans that we've made Walking in a winter wonderland Who's talking when they say we can build a snowman? Is one person telling another person this? Or are both of them telling us, the listener, what oh, they interesting. can do? I don't know. Like, is, is like the guy like, come on, in the meadow, we can build the snowman. Yeah, I think they're two. I think it's to each other. I think they're walking yeah. along and they're being cutesy. And they're saying, then we can pretend that he is Parson Brown. Okay. And Oh, get it? Michael, I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if you're going to know the answer. Yes. A lifesaver? But here's. Here's something I've always wondered. Yes. And, and you're going to answer it for me right now. Okay. Presumably. Uh, no, you can't do the sideburns. <sighs> All right. Forget it. Um, <laughs> but yes to the parrot. What is, what is a parson? Okay. And is, is it a religious figure similar to like a pastor? Yes, it a is a clergyman. Okay. Is it, is it the same as a, as a pastor or is it like a different classification um, I think I don't a hundred percent know. I think it's a general term. Okay. Okay. It's a general term. Okay. So they're going to pretend that this snowman is Parson Brown. Mm-hmm. He'll say, are you married? We'll say no man. See, it is a scandal. Yeah. <laughs> are you so, two married walking alone? Right. Um, but they presumably they want to be married. Um, so they are out walking together. Um, and they build a snowman. They pretend that the snowman is Parson Brown, right? The snowman starts questioning <coughs> them. Hey, you two are out here. <laughs> There's no sh- I don't see a chaperone around. Yeah. You guys, you guys married? What's the deal? Because I. A snowman who's been live for 15 seconds and scandalized <laughs> by this situation. Uh, they say, no, man. They, they are- find a yeah, very specific branch uh, that's, that's uh, bent in such a way that it looks like the snowman is clutching his pearls. Yeah, that's what you need. <laughs> yep. Exactly. Use that as the arm. Um, he'll say, are you married? They inexplicably turn into like, 80s movie stoners when they say <laughs> no man um they're like bro no bro nah, bra nah, bra nah man nah bra nah nah bra we're not mad bra bad this bad this no man's <laughs> asking if we're married nah bro <laughs> bad nah bra uh bad we're not married bad <laughs> nah man you think you're so good you do it <laughs> nah bra pa we're not mad I, I I am not allowed to finish any words more than a syllable long. This is Parson Bra. Um, Par so, no, nah, Bra. We'll say no, man, but you can do the job when you're in town. So this is interesting. Um, mm-hmm. The 80s movie stoners. So. Um, yeah. Kind of. Maybe. What if they are like a little high? And they're they're like, oh, is this is this snowman alive? The snowman? snowman's this like, find your soulmate, Homer. That's <laughs> why I don't eat the yellow snow. Um, the yeah, I I, this, I mean, is this snowman 
an authority figure? Because it's starting to freak me out me the you. way he's staring at me with his dead coal eyes. <laughs> I got is it is anyone else are are these are these very thick Victorian wool clothes choking anyone else? Can, I gotta take these off. I gotta I gotta get these clothes off. I'm I'm freaking out right now. No, they're 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 meant to be. They're meant to make you feel like you're being choked. Oh, okay. Well, then everything's fine. <laughs> I take it all back. The clothing is is uh, representative of society. <laughs> Even the clothes are repressive That's yeah. right. in the society. Um. So obviously we're all we're having good fun. But is the idea that they he's maybe the the man because uh, it's it's a patriarchal society maybe the man is uh-huh. is saying to the woman you know what in Victorian s- England yeah right in the eighteen hundreds by the way I love that we placed this so far back from when it was originally written um but I do think there was but, a time right when Christmas could only exist like in the popular imagination could only exist between like I don't know. 1872 yeah. and 1876 yeah. in, England, in England. Yeah, during yeah. a snowstorm, uh, it doesn't exist anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. no, it's I know. a Christmas Carol. Yeah, it's that's, a that's Christmas exactly did it. Yeah. Um. So, but he's he's saying like, is this his way of proposing? Oh, he's saying we're gonna go. We could build a snowman. They build a snowman. They pretend that he's Parson Brown, and then he says, mm. and he, he's gonna say, "Are you married?" And we're gonna right. say, "No." And she says, and we're going to say no. No, we're not married. <laughs> the just not we're just friends. I just got away yeah. from Eunice. Uh, we're just <laughs> hanging out. <laughs> but then he says. But- so, you're, so what you're asking is, is a snowman that you pretend is Parson Brown. Is that the 1870s version of the Jumbotron? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like this, can't is, say this no. is his big. Can't say no. This was his big. You can't say. You can't say no in front of the snowman. Just, you're going to embarrass me. He's an ordained Christian clergyman <laughs> who's in charge of a parish. Jerry, he's a snowman. I'm not <laughs> marrying you. He's comparable to the vicar. What do you want me to tell you? I'm not saying it. The snowman is saying it. Or the other thing, what if it's the other way around and it's her? What if she's saying, um, what if she says, trying, she says to him, trying to trap him. will... We'll build a snowman. We'll pretend he's Parson Brown, and he'll say, "Are you married?" And we'll say, "No, like not yet." And he's like, yeah. "Right." Here's the thing. Uh, my good friend Skipper uh, <laughs> really doesn't want me to get married. My my roommate. You know, um, us, we play football together. We're real close. Yeah, yeah, real real good friends. Real good friends. We go away for weekends. Um, yeah, Skipper said not to build that snowman. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cat on a hot tin roof. Skip. Yeah. At Got Christmas. <laughs> a Christmas Cat version. on a hot tin roof. <laughs> oh man! What if every like serious drama play they were forced by law to do a Christmas? <laughs> oh my version? god, that would be amazing. I would love that. That would be amazing. I am yeah, festive, yeah. Brick. Maggie the cat is festive. <laughs> First of all, who plays big? Who plays Big Daddy in that? Burl Ives. Burl Ives. Yeah. Makes perfect sense. Who is sense. also Voice a snowman. Of Christmas, who's also a snowman and looks like Santa. Yeah, The yeah. man's got it all. It'll work out fine. Just a heads up, he is not jolly and cat on a hot tin roof. <laughs> 12 Angry Men, no. they start, they, they talk about why uh, Rudolph was uh, so <laughs> upset and like, 
they're just like he's like pressing charges against the rest of the reindeer. Oh man. man. Um what's his name? Big Daddy? Big mm-hmm. Daddy. Big Father Christmas. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So <laughs> I just I, even though the moment had passed, I still had to slip it in there. Um okay. So they tell the snowman they're not married, but then they say to the snowman that he can marry them later so, uh, when they're in town. Two things mm-hmm. about that. You can do the job when you're in town. The snowman is in town. Um, right. So I, well, I, it feels like they are kind of pushing off the wedding well, day. He's in the meadow. I get he is in the meadow. I guess. But I, are, they, are they saying to the snowman... When you're in town, you can marry us, or is the parson not in town? Like, this is the parson only show up every once in a while, and oh, then you got to plan your wedding around him. Yeah, maybe because he's like the the big dude. He's like he's like basically like a Protestant bishop or something. I don't know if Protestants have bishops, but mm, I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, or anyway, well, here here's the thing. Like, you could do the job when you're in town. Like, what if what if he's in town on vacation? You're gonna make him work. Right. Yep. What if the snowman's well, like, all right, here's the thing. I'm here now, so right why now. don't we just do this now? Because here, here's the thing that I've always, and this is like nit, this is nitpicky even for me. Um, I've often thought that it would make more sense if the line was, but you can do the job when we're in town. Because mm-hmm. they're That's out true. of town right now, so when they get back to town, they can go to Parson Brown and get married. But they say when you're in town. Um I may be thinking about this more than the writers of the song <laughs> thought about it, to be fair. But, um, well, I, I do think they do want to get married because they say later on we'll conspire mm-hmm. as we dream by the fire to face unafraid the plans that we made walking in a winter wonderland. That's lovely. So this whole this whole walk is them Deciding to get married is what I think. That's what I yeah, think it is. Or, and I as they sit by the fire, they talk about yeah. what they're going to do. Unafraid. That conspire thing really, <laughs> really doesn't sound right. Michael's like, they're like, well. I think there's a bank robbery involved. I think, like, I think hmm. they were like, like, what if we just, you know, walk past the bank and just saw what like the security situation was. And then we'll just go talk about by the fire. What if they're what if they're conspiring to hold up the parson? They're like, all right, pretend <laughs> this snowman is the parson, right? So we flank him on either side, we steal his money, and we go. Oh, maybe this isn't the eighteen hundreds. This was written in the thirties. Okay. This could be Bonnie yeah. and Clyde. <laughs> oh my like god. So it's Bonnie all of the above. It works for everybody's ideas. Yeah. 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 This is beautiful. Um, this beautiful song is about Bonnie and Clyde. Well, enjoy this for the rest of your life, everybody. <laughs> Try to not think of Bonnie and Clyde walking in a winter wonderland. We rob snowmen. Yeah, yeah. Um. So it is. It is sort of funny though. Like again, I think just not thinking about the lyrics when it's like. We'll face unafraid the plans that we made, right? Like it's I mean, they're they're sort of being like maybe they're doing stuff that actually isn't won't be accepted mm. by society. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like maybe they they are um they they're like, look, we're gonna do this, okay? Eunice isn't gonna like it, but you and I are gonna get married. That's right. And everyone else 
be damned about it. Mm-hmm. Um, or maybe you know, maybe they're, they're planning on going for a second walk. And well, they are scandalous. Gonna, yeah. That's too yeah. scandalous. <laughs> you know what? We are we are unafraid to go out for another walk. Yeah. Society can can yeah, society look down on us. Yeah. I have one last question. Um, when they're dreaming by the fire, okay, mm-hmm. are they outside? No. Or are they inside? Okay. No, they've uh, returned the, home at this point. The fire's in a fireplace. Yeah, the fire's in a fireplace. Yeah. Okay. They're called up under an yeah. Afghan on an uncomfortable mm-hmm. couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, they put the bird to sleep. <laughs> I mean, I mean, not they didn't kill it. No, they no, no. they the put it in a cage. Is, the, there's a there's the a sheet is, over the cage. The parrot's comfy that's for I the evening. Say. Yeah, yeah. And they're they're getting they're cuddling by the fire. Oh, I don't know if they're at cuddling by the fire. I think they're on separate well, sides of the room, each in their own armchair. Right. She's knitting. He's reading the Saturday Evening Post, mm-hmm. and he says, "Quite a lovely walk we had today." And and the chaperone runs in and says, "You don't speak like that." <laughs> no. Well, I was gonna say they're just they're just sitting there staring in the fire, just going, <sighs> just 140 years till Netflix, huh? <laughs> just, gotta, just gotta wait it out. I guess it's, we just, just stare at this fire now. I guess we'll just stare at the fire for a while. I mean, oh my guys, I mean, plot to this thing. Mm. Jeez Louise. Mm. <laughs> but um, you know what? But you know what? In 140 mm-hmm, years, mm-hmm, people mm-hmm. are going to take what we're watching right now, digitize yep. it, put it to music. They'll put it on some sort mm-hmm. of magical screen and they'll put that on their apartments and no. watch it as if it's real. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that. That'd be great. Um, it's great. I do it every year. That's what this, yeah, yeah. What this needs is music and the occasional commercial break. That's that's <laughs> yeah. what this fire, that's what this that's fire right. is. That's right. Um, and to be followed by the honeymooners. That's that's the <laughs> those are the things that. That's the only way you could improve this beautiful fire that you. Have. <laughs> This is a verse that is in some versions, that is in not in all versions. Yes. But I I don't know. I'd like to to think of it as it's the same people going on a second walk. Yeah. Maybe it is. Maybe it's the maybe it's the next day. Yeah. And they just you know have this mean? weird thing with snowmen. Hey man. Again, it's the 1870s, but there's not a ton to there's not a ton to do. You know what I mean? Like build a snowman is like in like the top 3 of things to do when it snows out. So, I know, but um, like, can't they like just check their phones and like go to a movie <laughs> or something? So in the meadow, we can build a snowman and pretend that he's a circus clown. Mm. We'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman. All right, let's stop right there. Guys, it's a snowman. It yeah. doesn't move. It doesn't do... The Really, the only thing you can do is dance around it at most. Unless you but find a magic hat. 
Then the world's your oyster. But yeah, but ra- that's different though, Rachel. There's they didn't invent magic hats until at least the forties. So let's true. not. <laughs> we still got. But but if it's so, the eighteen hundreds public dancing, especially outside, I don't think that's going to happen. Building a snowman is one of those things that you think is going to be super fun because you've seen it in movies mm-hmm. and such. And then you build the snowman and you're like, all right, well, there it is. Doesn't do anything. <laughs> just just sits there being a snowman. And also, my fingertips are definitely frozen yeah. because my gloves are all wet now. So, um, that was I, that was surprisingly hard work for something I don't care about. It was so, it was surprisingly hard work and then nothing and then for no for no for no good reason. Yeah. Because nothing happened. I will tell you this. I lived in a magical land when I was a child. Because my father is an artistic type, and um, a little <laughs> behind the the scenes, uh, uh, Dan's uh, wife and I uh, have been mm-hmm. BFF since we were three years old, and she can attest to the fact that she would come over. All the kids would come over our house, and my father would help us build these huge snow sculptures or huge igloos, and it was the coolest. If we made a snowman, my father would be like, what is that garbage? Let's make some dinosaurs. And we just had these huge dinosaurs. And so we'd have basically an amazing, like, dinosaur village in our front yard or, like, this big turtle. Like, it was the best. What I'm saying is uh, your circus clown snowman is basic. And unless you're going (laughs) to do other stuff to it and mix it up, you just got yourself a snowman. No. You got to use it all. Figure out what you're making with it. Make it big. You, the, your Circus Con Snowman is the equivalent of a pair of Uggs and a red Starbucks cup. Mm-hmm. You're basic. Yeah, basic. That's what Rachel is trying to say. You're basic. You're basic. You're basic. Snowman, Circus Con Snowman, you're basic. Come at me okay? when you have Please a snow eagle and a snow yeah. Chinese dragon. That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. Those those are the kind of plants you should be unaf- unafraid to face. Yeah, conspire <laughs> that, You're going to make baby. a snow eagle. Conspire that. Yeah, conspire that. <laughs> Blueprints for a, for a snow dragon. Um, but Dan, to your point, um, it is yeah. the 1800s. There isn't TV or anything. So they're like, let's build something fun. What's fun in the 1800s? Literally right. only clowns. Literally True. only clowns. That's yeah. the only that, fun thing we have. That was before clowns were terrifying. I, well, also because they're like, I saw a clown once 17 years ago, yeah. and that's the only fun thing I've done <laughs> yep. my whole life. Circus should be back so, in town in, I don't know, like 20 years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so we'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman until the other kitties knock him down. Mean. What? So now, Those now kids are we're the worst. introduced. And the, it, it, the song is almost over, and we're introduced. To roving bands of children <laughs> who are going around knocking down other people's snow. I wonder if this is the kids from Frosty. They're just running around knocking down other snowmen and going, Frosty rules, you suck. Oh, I thought you were going to be like, no, you, you got to understand, don't build a snowman, whatever you do, because <laughs> yeah. it like, could oh, possibly come to life. Oh, man, and it's, we've seen it's, some it's stuff. Too, <laughs> it's, it's too late for crazy. us, but you can still be saved. Oh, man. Oh man! When his stick arms move, it's terrifying. Like the 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 guy in this song is like going to put like a you know a top hat on and just a hand comes out over and slaps. It. No, no! Don't even joke about it. It's not worth the chance, man. Trust me. 
or maybe maybe he's about to put the hat on it and he's like and it's going to come to life and uh the snowman could marry us and the guy's uh best friend and roommate skipper paid this uh <laughs> roving bunch of kids to uh to, to knock down the snowman yeah. and be like can't get married sorry right sorry and and they go back to Skipper, and he's like, "You knocked down the clown? No, the parson. The ah, you screwed everything up. Oh <laughs> they my god! Did the parson? It's too they late. They did now. the parson. It's too late now. They're snow married. You can't break that. <laughs> Once you're snow married, that's it. That's it, baby. That's it. <laughs> and the kids that's are like, binding. I don't know. They build one type of snowman, and they just say, let's pretend it's this thing. It doesn't even look different. <laughs> they made the same snowman. They don't even change. Nothing looks different." Can I say this about them, Skipper? The basic. Okay? <laughs> the basic. They're super Skipper, basic. I don't know what's it's... going on with you guys, but you're better off. <laughs> <laughs> they make one kind of snowman. They say it's different things. It doesn't look any different. There are two oh, identical man. snowmen in the middle of this meadow, and they're just pretending that they're different things. Side by side. And then they go back to the house to, to sit by the fire, and there's a snow parson and a snow clown talking to each other in the middle of the meadow, being like, I don't know. They're pretty basic. Going, I don't know, are you the parson? Or am I the parson? I don't know. Oh, do you think this do you think the snowman does short form improv? And so is always doing is always doing characters? All right, I need uh, I need an occupation. I heard I heard uh circus clown. Now All right. I'm a circus clown. Ready? <laughs> This, I'm, and then I stand here completely unmoving <laughs> while you pretend that I'm a circus clown. I need an object. Oh, I heard carrot. Uh, and I think that's a little too obvious. <laughs> Come on, let's expand, you guys. Let's expand. Okay, now I just heard coal. Is, is anybody, you're just looking at, at me. On. Don't you dare say scarf. <laughs> All right, everybody arms, get in here. That? Everybody get in here. Let's conspire around a fire. Um, <laughs> that's an improv joke. So... Uh, we'll have lots of fun with Mr. Snowman until the other kids knock him down. When it snows... So before you do that, there is an alternate yeah. version that I've heard that says, until oh, the no. other kitties come around. Okay. Okay, that, that, that's lame. Which is nicer. It's nicer, yeah. but it's lame. Okay. That's basic. Knock him down is yeah. better. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know. Come around and do what? Well, oh, so here's the thing. Without I mean, pretend getting too it's much... a circus clown. Yeah, I guess. You got, you got 30 kids in a field pretending this stupid snowman's a circus clown. Dan, they don't even have radio yet. That's, that's all know. there is. So not to get too behind the story, but this verse mm -hmm. was written separately right. later as a version for, <laughs> and again, not to say that the original is scandalous, but like more kid-friendly that mm. it's about like kids pretending it's a clown as opposed to yeah. like two people falling in love in the snow. Two people getting snow married in the eyes of the snow god. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. So that's what this is. So I think in this version of the song, even though that this verse is is put into most versions of the song with the two people, I think in this version of the song, the two people taking a walk in the snow are just kids who are hanging out in the snow. And then until right. the other well, kids the other come around. That's what I'm gonna say because it says the other kitties. Yeah. So in this case, they are in fact children. They're really trying to because... shoehorn this in, though. But I mean, like, oh, I if agree. this is if this verse is the version for kids, you know, like, hey kids, kids, here's an image for you: dead snow clown. Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. 
Yeah. I mean, this, you know, this version, it's for kids. It's purple. It's got slime. <laughs> yep. Um, <laughs> yep. You know, it's for kids. You know, for kids. For kids. Um, when it snows, ain't it thrilling, though your nose gets a chillin'. For frolic and play, the Eskimo way, walking in a winter wonderland. Yeah. Mm. Now that you're saying that, like, it's for kids, I don't like the verse as much. Well, I, I think it's the original. That was the original intention of it. But I do think that given that it's incorporated into. I was going to call it the adult version, but like that, that doesn't sound right. right. Um, in the 1800s, it was the adult version. <laughs> the fact that it's incorporated into the the regular version of the song, I think it is, we can sort of <laughs> consider it canon, like it is just these people yeah. on another walk. Right, right, right. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think that, I think that makes the most sense. Um, it, it, it does, I mean, it's, the whole song is, I mean, it's a classic, it's a standard. Um, but I will say that this verse is not as to me, as melodic as the rest of it. It does a little bit take you out of the, the, the scene that they've established in the, the first verse, because it does have a, right. a, definitely a different feel to it. That said, like we were talking about the internal rhymes and stuff, when it snows, ain't it thrilling, though your nose gets a chillin'. Like, but they already that, did a, that one up top, though. They already did that one. They did the thrilling chilling. Yeah, two hearts are thrilling in spite of the chill in the weather. Yeah, but this is when it snows and knows and thrilling and chilling. That's that's a oh, double that's internal true. rhyme. That's okay. All right, all right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Oh, I see. Yeah, the double, the double internal. Yeah, that's good. That's the best. That's good. But yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good verse. Um, it's fine. Uh, but this song in general. Is just so fun, and you're right. Like you never think of it being a story, but it is. Mm-hmm. It's a full story. Oh they at the end, they're in front of a fire. They go for a walk. They come back. They think about what they've done <laughs> previously. <laughs> what they've done. <laughs> it's great. They've, they've walked together. <laughs> oh, and we created an evil marriage. snowman that came to life. Yeah, that's that's wreaking havoc on the town. But oh, that's all right. Yeah, we should. We should probably go destroy that. I forgot all about that. <laughs> you know, man. Meh, tomorrow. When does global warming start? <laughs> when does the climate right? change? When does climate yeah, change yeah. come? All right, let's talk about expanded universe. What do we got? Expanded universe. I mean, we've already decided that Frosty and these other snowmen are just mortal enemies, I think. Oh, oh I think you think true. so? Oh, I think that Frosty comes up and he's like, Look at these guys trying to horn in <laughs> on my territory. Okay. I thought maybe I thought maybe Frosty would take pity on them because he is alive and they are forever trapped in their frozen snow bodies. Or he feels or move. he or for him uh he's like oh, little do you know now I have an understanding. <laughs> I wish I was like you. Right. <laughs> Just exactly. snow again. Just snow again. Yeah. Like how sometimes I look at my dog and I'm just like, if I could be so blissfully ignorant, you dumb idiot. So you have no idea yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the horrors of this world. Oh. Or um, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the snow 
Parson and the Snow Clown are like, they kind of look down on Frosty because he's just running around getting into trouble and they're like, Frosty, get a job. Right. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Get a job. Be a clown. Be a snow clown. We both both have vocations. Yeah. Okay. Because Frosty's like, hey, you guys want to just like run around in the middle of town and disrupt traffic? And they're like, no, I'm... I'm a snow clown. I've got like six shows today. What I'm is your a, problem? I'm a parson. If I go into town, I have to marry people. That's the whole thing. Yeah, when I'm I get back to town, I have to marry people. We don't. We don't all get to. I don't know. Leave um, and tell the kids you'll be back that, soon. That's right. Um, any chance that those sleigh bells ringing are um, the reindeer leaving as they, the hit and run of <laughs> running over grandma? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Like. The, 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 they just pull up. They're like, you don't know nothing. You didn't see nothing. All right. Are you listening? I don't think you are. You just. I don't think you are. You hear me? Are you listening? No, you didn't hear a thing. Okay. You, didn't hear, you didn't hear a thing. You didn't see a thing. You just keep walking. I got news okay? for you. Look at the ground lying a mantle of white. Or look at the heaven diamonds. That's what you look at. <laughs> This song's a lot more uh, violent than I thought it was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if they're conspiring as they dream by the fire, I think this might be Sonny's winter song. I think they uh, conspired <laughs> to set someone's house on fire. Yeah. Oh, sure. <clears throat> this is Sonny's. This is the big. Oh. 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 This is Sonny before coming home with a vengeance. Mm. Yeah. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is like the before times. She's like, "Isn't fire well, great?" Uh, Sunny... And her, <laughs> "Isn't fire great?" The person she's with is like, "I mean, it's not great, great." And she's like, "It's pretty no. great, though. <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty you good." Think about it. I mean, Sunny had a list of names: Parson Brown, Circus Clown, uh... <laughs> those other kitties. <laughs> I'm gonna get that's who she was getting revenge on. <laughs> those kids knocked out my Circus Clown snowman. I'm gonna get them. Um, yeah. What else? What else? Um, I do think that it could be, uh, the reindeer, but those sleigh bells could also be wildfire. This could be the night that he busts oh, down his stone. Oh, that's true. right. Oh, yeah. The owl, Without a doubt. The owl from wildfire is watching these two. Oh, yeah. you know what? Oh, yeah. When, <laughs> maybe what you were talking about, Sunny came home, like, that she was getting revenge on... On these kids who knocked down her, her snowman. Mm-hmm. There's a lyric in Sunny Came Home, get the kids and bring a sweater. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. She she did get those kids. There you go. She's getting there those kids. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Maybe this is how Band of Gold starts. Because I think, like, if you get married by a snowman, it doesn't count. Mm. And, like, they, they go for a walk, like, and they, they get married by the snowman, and then... And she gets home and he's like, okay, I'm going to go. And she's like, well, we're married now. And he said, no. And she's we're like, well, now married. They... Yeah. I got to go home to my wife. Uh, and she says, <laughs> now that we're to skipper. <laughs> and she says, well, now that you're gone, all that's left is this band of gold. Oh, it melted. <laughs> oh, no. How'd that happen? <laughs> it was snow. Oh, man. A lifesaver? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Um, I mean, if yeah, I mean, if they're getting married by snowmen, is this like a sing in the sunshine situation? Is it mm. just maybe just for the winter? Yeah, it lasts until the snowman melts. That's right. They snuggle with somebody. 
Also, speaking of uh, sweaters, is this uh, Maggie May and Rod walking around in the snow? I mean, those those two you can't get, you know, they find <laughs> love everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Anything else? Yeah, I will say this. By the time they get home, I'll bet that snow turns into rain. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that's how you end it. That's a good point. Well yeah. done. Yeah. I love it. All right, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk about the history of this song with Story Behind the Story. Check out the songs of the Story Song Podcast. Find the Story Song Podcast, the official playlist, and the Story Song Podcast, the official classic playlist on Spotify to stream all the great songs we review on the show. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Long Shots Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Okay, so this bike says she is struggling with her place in the motorcycle community. Well, she says she hasn't peaked yet, but she's having a little epiphany. Okay. Oh, that maybe life itself is the peak. Hmm, interesting. In my experience, I found that... So I just translate. Not allowed to have opinions. Got it. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. All right, we're back. It's time for Story Behind the Story. How did this story come to be and come into our lives and show up every year? (laughs) Uh, Let's say roughly right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Until about, I don't know, January 5th. I think it's usually when the Christmas Peter's out. So, Michael. Yes. Tell us. What's up with this story? What's the deal? (laughs) Why is it a winter wonderland? wonderland? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the song's been in our lives since 1934. It's not going mm. away, um, mm-hmm. which is fine. It's a great song. Uh, and so as we mentioned in the first part, there isn't one specific version of this song that we're talking about. It's been recorded by countless artists. There's really no one definitive version there. You know, like if you're talking about White Christmas, we're going to talk about the Bing Crosby version. Sure, sure. There's no really one winter wonderland. I mean, I kind of wanted to do this because this is no one's favorite Christmas song, right? <laughs> like, this is just this is just one of the other ones. And, you know, there are songs that I love that, that mean a lot to me. Songs that, you know, I want to take with me through the rest of my life. And I will hear Winter Wonderland more than those songs yeah. because it is just... <laughs> 
every year. It's you hear true. it like 150 times, whether you want to or not. That's it's true. just always sort of around. And, and, you know, obviously there's other songs like that too. Um, there's many songs like that, but it's just like, it's one of those that's just always around. And again, it's like, it's fine. I mean, it's a Christmas song. Like I said, it's still his favorite song, but it's like, when the when the all Christmas radio stage is like, well, we got to play something else. We can't just keep playing the same ones over and over again. So they pull out Winter Wonderland, well, you know. They also so. they well, I will say this. They also will, as Michael was saying, there's no one definitive version of the song. So what happens mm. a lot is you'll hear it, a version of it, and then about ten minutes later they'll play another version of it, and you're like, didn't we just hear yeah. this song? No, it's different though. Right, but it's oh, different. it's a little different. It's a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. It's look, it's a great song. It's a, a really lovely song. It's a well-written song, but it's been recorded so many times and certainly during the holidays um it's played so frequently that it it does sort of blend in into the background. Um right. perfect example of that. I've been listening to non-stop Christmas music since right. probably mid-August. Yeah. And right. I hear the song constantly and I heard it today and it was on in the background. And it took me until about halfway through the song to be like, oh, that's a song. We're going to be talking about that. <laughs> yeah, because it becomes background noise. I should listen to that. And right. also, it's very easy to confuse with other Christmas songs. It sounds, yes. it definitely has a feeling of like, of a Jingle Bells or of a, of a sleigh ride. Right. Because right. it's about That's the one. Winter. I, I was really going to say sleigh ride. Sleigh ride. Sleigh Ride is the one where I'm like, wait, is this the one with the parson or yeah. is this the one where our, 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 you know, we're nice and cozy, um, our, our toes are freezing or whatever. I forget how it goes exactly. But, um, yeah, I mean, they just, they're, it's a very similar yeah. idea. Michael, so. I, I do like you, you said in your uh, explanation, uh, about when you hear this song, you said, especially around the holidays, I, I like the thought of a DJ breaking this puppy out around May. <laughs> Just in the, like the rotation, just gotta break that it up. That would be amazing. <laughs> gotta break it up. If I'm the DJ, then because yes, <laughs> yeah, 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 sure. yeah, totally. But you know, they they play uh, they play uh, what's that song? Same old Lang Syne in the middle of summer because it's not really a Christmas song, and technically neither is this. Hey, okay. So, um, uh oh, here we go. Well, that, it's an interesting point about that. Winter Wonderland has become a Christmas standard over the years. Yeah. Despite its seasonal theme and winter imagery, it's ultimately just a love song that takes place during the winter. It never mentions anything specific about the holidays. No. Well, I mean, we have talked about this, that Christmas is like a black hole that sucks in anything that even is remotely close enough. We We had a Christmas mix on this morning. They played Hello Dolly. Yeah. Guys, the song Hello Dolly is now slowly turning into a Christmas <laughs> and, song somehow. Well, that's just good so, sense. That's just good sense. I mean, don't it, get me wrong, so but well. it's like, <laughs> if there's a song in a show or a movie that at one point there is Christmas, then anything is game oh, now. Oh, yeah. Now, now any, any of those songs are now game for Christmas And songs. if your song mentions snow or winter, forget it. You, oh, yeah. Oh, oh forget the it. holidays own you. I'm surprised Informer by... Snow <laughs> is not considered a Christmas oh. carol. Uh, I mean, Rich, just wait till like 2025. Yeah. It, it'll be in there. Don't worry yeah. about it. Wait, is that not about Santa? <laughs> yeah. I think it is. He's an informer. Yeah. He's informed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> 
You know who's the informer? No, this joke could be worth it. You know who's the informer? That elf on a shelf. That's Let me tell yeah. you. That he's snitching yeah. on oh, everybody. Man, that guy, forget it. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Michael. Um, the song was a hit from the beginning, selling a quarter million copies in the first four months after its release. Uh, the first recording, the one that we all know and love, was by <laughs> band leader Richard Himber and his orchestra in 1934, with vocals by Joey Nash. Oh, Joey. Oh, I love that guy. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening, a beautiful sight, we're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland, gone away. The song, actually, what's interesting is the song was recorded at the end of a longer recording session, and they had extra time, and they said, hey, let's try this new song. Uh, mm. Richard Himber's cousin Marvin called him <laughs> sure and said you know you know that new holiday sound you're looking for yeah. well listen to this <laughs> so uh, yeah they just sort of happened to have time at the end of a recording session and said hey let's try this and it became a hit not necessarily for richard himber there was also a recording in 1934 by guy lombardo who was hugely popular at the yeah. time mm -hmm. and his version was the really really big hit it reached number two on the charts i mean now is this around christmas time or is this like when is it yeah i think it's, it? it's i'm just saying fall okay. winter of okay. 34 35 i think listen back then anything guy lombardo touched turned to gold yeah forget it just, he was huge. i mean gotta be top five names guy right Lombardo's guy lombardo so what a great name so <laughs> there's no way that guy wasn't becoming famous yeah no yeah, like what? What do you want to be when you grow up, Guy Lombardo, band leader? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Oh, that makes Honestly, sense. Oh, totally, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Guy Lombardo workers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. Oh no, 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 I could see that on a little like stand in front of a, a yeah, yeah, yeah. player. Exactly. It's great. <laughs> That's the problem with being a band leader back then, man. Those stands must have cost so much money, uh, and each one had to be personalized. Each yeah. person, and each getting monogrammed stands. Uh, oh man. Uh, it was a real investment. Yeah, you know what I mean. I'm guessing you had to travel with them. Yeah, well, absolutely, of oh, course. You pack them all up. You look for a residency. You play the Copa I mean, for yeah. months at a time. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. You want to play one show, you got to find 45 guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, a you know big what I mean? band. Uh. You need like three piccolos. I mean, it's a, it's a, <laughs> yeah, it's it was a huge thing. There's a harp. It's a huge thing. But if they anyone all have a harp. Yeah. <laughs> Why is there a harp? <laughs> guys, did we all bring uh, harps? We were supposed to bring different instruments. Wait, you guys no, all brought harps? This, is, oh, this isn't Guy on. Lombardo's orchestra. This is Guy Lombardo's harp line. What are we supposed to do with this? <laughs> Nobody wants it. Oh, man. Oh, another day being a band leader in 1934, <laughs> says Guy Lombardo. You know that new all harp sound you're looking for? Well, listen to this. I'm not looking for that. Thank you. Please stop calling this number. Marvin, we got to talk. <laughs> Marvin, stop calling me. Everybody has a cousin Marvin. It's so weird. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So the Guy Lombardo version was a huge hit. Um, and there were a couple of recordings after that. And then in 1946, uh, Perry Como recorded Winter Wonderland. And that was hugely popular. And that's around the time that the song started to become a standard where everybody was recording it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So 
thank Perry Como for that. Thanks, Perry Como. Next time I see him, I'll, I'll say thank you. <laughs> What's interesting about Perry Como is he had a really big, really long recording career, and he is so associated with Christmas yeah. because his songs are all, all of his Christmas songs are just, they're amazing, but they're also yeah. Christmas standards. And uh, there's... Well, we, yeah, I was going to say, we have talked about this as well. Like, I mean, there are people who had huge careers and are now just considered Christmas yeah. artists. Yeah. Right? Um, even like a Bing Crosby. Like, only only thing people know about him now, you know, if they're under the age of 40, is White Christmas because everything else falls away, right? Yeah. But Christmas is the only time when you will turn on the radio in the year 2022 in the United States of America and hear a song from 1937 <laughs> yeah. or whatever. True. Like, it's totally possible. I, I, everything else is, you know, has faded into obscurity um, or at least into the, you know, the the sands of history. But the Christmas stuff will continue on. I mean, they'll 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 be playing White Christmas, you know, in, in 2050, 2070. Like, it's just going to keep going. Mm. I don't know. I think um, those Bing Crosby, Bob Hope, Road movies are still pretty popular. Sure. I mean, the, kids, the kids love. Oh, them. My, they just love them. I my kids can't get enough of it. Yeah. they keep asking me. Road to they Cairo. Love, uh, they love it. Let me tell you. Let me tell you one thing. My kids love jokes about golf. They cannot get enough <laughs> so of. Uh, just you do a quick. Can I play through? And my kids are on the floor. They cannot stop laughing. Listen, not that this has anything to do with anything, but last night I watched. Yeah. Oh, gosh, last night I watched the Abbott and Costello Christmas special from 1952. It is like okay. a fever dream, and I'm telling you, <laughs> you should watch it. It is on Amazon Prime. Folks, yeah. give yourself the hour to just be like, this used to be what people would watch, is the Colgate yeah. Hour, and it is the Christmas special, and it is just bonkers. Oh, it's those bonkers. those yeah. Colgate hours, though, those were all those were all fever dreams. Because there's a yeah. Colgate hour where they did a production of Anything Goes um, that ran for like 48 minutes. Right. Um, it was Ethel Merman, Frank Sinatra, and Burt Lahr together yeah. at last. And <laughs> they, all the, they basically just did the songs. They were kind of on a ship and the story was really inconsequential and not completely in order. Like Ethel Merman walks out on stage in character and the audience applauds and she's basically like, thank you. And then just starts singing. Anything goes. I'm like, whoa, this is way later. Yeah. What are you doing? Right. It's like, you're, yeah. you're just going to sing the hits. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, okay. So look, if it moves toothpaste, who cares? That's right. <laughs> tell, tell, tell Ethel to move the, the, the nine o'clock number up. We're going to, we're going <laughs> to, we're going to do this. Early. We, we, we got, we got dish soap to sell. Let's go. Let's move this thing along. <laughs> So anyway, back to Winter Wonderland and uh, mm -hmm. less about Ethel Merman. Maybe she sang it at some point. I don't know. At home. Sure. At some 100%. point. I don't know sure if she, she recorded it. She might have just sang it like at a Christmas party yeah, or something. Sure. She was at least <laughs> aware of herself. it. Yeah. <laughs> She's humming it to herself. <laughs> accounts. Accounts. She sang it. She was in the grocery store and they were playing it on the radio and she was just sort of like humming along. And the cashier was like, Ethel Merman sang Winter Wonderland. Did you know? <laughs> I heard it. <laughs> it was a concert for everybody in the dairy aisle. <laughs> so, yeah, so oh, the Perry Como thing though. There there is a episode of Mad Men where uh 
they're sitting in the living room and and listening to Perry Como records like in the middle of summer and mm-hmm. um Betty is it Betty Betty Draper yeah uh she she says to Don like does something like doesn't he sing beautifully or something and he says he makes everything sound like Christmas that's <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> And uh, I and like five other people laughed a lot at that line. So other notable versions over the years include recordings by Louis Armstrong, Rosemary Clooney, Joe Stafford, Johnny Mathis, Dean Martin, Connie Francis, Ella Fitzgerald, Bing Crosby, Doris Day, Steve Lawrence and Edie Gourmet, Brenda Lee, Aretha Franklin, uh, Peggy Lee, Burl Ives, Andy Williams, Wayne Newton, Lena Horne, Tony Bennett, Elvis Presley, The Carpenters, and Eurythmics. Now, the Eurythmics version yeah. is from the 1987 compilation album, A Very Special Christmas, which benefited the Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering, um, as classic Christmas albums go... Yes, Rachel? Is that the one with the Keith Haring cover? Yes. Okay. Yeah, the whole series has the sure. Keith Haring cover. Yeah, that's what I thought. This is the red I don't, one. You, the first one is the red do one. Not, you do not need to explain this to me, mm-hmm. but that weird like outline drawing, I I just remember as a kid being like, why is this Christmas? Like, What does this have to do with Christmas? I don't understand. It's a charity thing. And like, if I was like an adult, I would have understood how it all came together. But I was like, I don't understand what this outline like of a person kicking the air. Like, what does that have to do with Christmas? I don't understand. Because <laughs> also, like, by that point, there was, there was like twelve of them, and they're all like the same picture with like a different color background. And I was like, this is weird. But anyway, you don't need to go I, yeah, into no, it. I, I don't, just wanted I don't to say know. That. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, they all use the the Keith Haring artwork. This yeah, is, yeah. This is the first one. This is the red one. It's th- um, okay. It's great. If you're wondering, like, how classic this album is, this is the album that includes Do You Hear What I Hear by Whitney Houston, Merry Christmas Baby by Bruce Springsteen, Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas by The Pretenders, Gabriel's Message by Sting, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC, Santa Baby by Madonna, and Silent Night by Stevie Nicks. That's a good lineup. Yeah, that's that's a pretty solid track listing right there. Yes. Uh, also, by the way, I just I'm totally wrong. By the way, I don't know what I was thinking of. It's a it's like a person holding a baby. Is that supposed to be is that supposed to be Jesus? Because like, a person holding the baby like has like sunbeams coming out of their head. I First don't know. of all, the answer is matter. if it's a person holding a baby and it's Christmas. I guess that's true. It's probably you know what? Probably, you guys like, your bets. You got like you got like five five to two you know two to five odds <laughs> that it's gonna be Jesus probably. All right, continue. So according to a 2007 press relief by ASCAP, the American Society of Composers, Authors, and Publishers, that year, 2007, Winter Wonderland Mm -hmm. was the most performed ASCAP holiday song, with the version Hmm. by Eurythmics being the most popular artist version played on radio. I mean, that Eurythmics version is good. Yeah. It's great. I feel like they really, they cracked the code on how to do that. Yeah, and it feels so different somehow, you know, so unique. For a song that everybody's done. Yeah, yeah. And like what we were talking about in the first part, they they use every element of the song. They use the intro. They use right. um, the um, the two different the, the, um, the two different yeah the 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 Parson Brown and the the circus clown verse. Yeah, I mean to be fair, there's not a lot, so you got really you really got to use every part of the buffalo on this one. Right. If you want to the real song. <laughs> Um, but there's another popular version of the song that I've heard probably five times today alone, 
Um, mm-hmm. This recording is by story song favorite Darlene Love. Yeah. She, uh, this version of the song is from another amazing uh, Christmas compilation album called A Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector. Uh, the album was originally titled A Christmas Gift for You from Philly's Records. It's considered one of the greatest albums of all time and includes some legendary recordings, including Frosty the Snowman, Sleigh Ride, and I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus by the Ronettes, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer by the Crystals. It also includes Darlene Love's recordings of White Christmas, Marshmallow World, Winter Wonderland, and a little song called Christmas Baby, Please Come Home. I mean, oh. is that possibly the best Christmas song ever? I mean, it's such a great song, and it's her so good. her performance it's so of it. Listenable, yeah, I think so. That's a, yeah. Let's say it's. Let's we'll say that's a word. word. That's word adjacent. Yeah, it's our podcast. We can make up words. <laughs> We've never done that before. Yeah, and podcast. Did it. I'm sure. When Shakespeare it's was true. making up words, I don't think he was like, is that a word? He's like, I'm Shakespeare. Who go, what can do about it? It's a word now. I made it up. Now it's a word. Now it's yeah. a word. Now it's a word. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, Baby Please Come Home, I think it's probably, I mean, you know, it's so hard to say, but I, I, I think if you had to choose, I'd probably pick the best yeah. Christmas song oh, ever. It's such a great song. Um, and it's, I mean, there's so many recordings of that song, but the Darlene Love version is the version of that song. Oh, it's the, I mean. No, no question. And then also, I mean, it just feels so timeless. It's, it's it feels so timeless, and yet at the same time, nostalgic and old timey. Yes. Yeah. Um. You know, it just feels like a. Per- it just feels like Christmas. It's a sweet I mean, spot. Just, yep. Yeah, yeah. It, it just, it just, it's, it's, yeah. Like I said, it just, you know, reversing the joke about Perry Cuomo, like that song just is Christmas. It just feels like that nostalgic feeling you get when you're like, oh yeah, I remember like, remember that I've been doing this for the last, you know, how many years I've been alive? Like every year we do this. So, um, and I've heard this song every single time. Yeah. I also just want to shout out the, the Ron S version of Frosty Snowman. Mm-hmm. I've, I think I've talked about this before, but I just love that she sings Frosty Snowman in the tone of a girl who's going to beat you up. <laughs> like she definitely has a, t- it's like she's yelling at you. <laughs> It's like you just fe- like hit her car on the street. She's like Frosty the Snowman. Like she's so mad. It's so great. Oh, oh I never thought about that before, but now <laughs> really well, changes how I listen of, to that yeah. song. So a weird fact about this album that includes the Darlene Love version of um, Winter Wonderland, which is what we're here talking about, um, mm-hmm. is that the Christmas Gift for You from Phil Spector album was released in time for the 1963 holiday season. It was released on Friday, November 22nd, 1963. Well, I'm sure that's an inconsequential oh, yeah. date. Of yeah, course. so that's weird. For any other reason. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> anyway. Yikes. so So, yeah. So, weird little historical fact about that album. Um, so, let's talk about Winter Wonderland. Um, mm-hmm. The lyrics to Winter Wonderland were written by Richard Smith. Uh, he was born on September 29th, 1901 in Honesdale, Pennsylvania. He grew up on Church Street across the street from a park called Central Park. No, 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 no. The other one. Oh. There are the two. There are two. Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, I'm sure there were many Central Parks just because <laughs> back in, they didn't like, 
take a lot of time to name. They were like, yeah. "Where's that park? It's the one that's like kind of in the middle, the Central Park." Yeah. yeah. Um, is it in the center? It's Central Park. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so you're gonna you go down Main Street and then you're gonna turn on Church Street. Uh, then you'll be on Pine, <laughs> yeah. and then I'll take you right to yeah, Spruce. That'll take right you right to, to Spruce, Park. and then you get to Central Park. <laughs> <laughs> Central Park is yeah. right there. How many yeah, trees yeah. we got in this town? Yeah, and then you'll pass yeah. First Presbyterian. So <laughs> just take, hang a Louie. Uh, <laughs> it's right there. This is the First Presbyterian. Um, yeah, yeah. Right next to the Central Park. <laughs> yeah, I don't think the one in Honesdale, Pennsylvania, is like five thousand city blocks, but probably not. Still a Central Park. Um, yeah. His childhood home was across the street from the park, and it was so close that uh, in the the interviews that I've heard, uh, they said that it was basically his front yard. Um, the house he grew up in is currently a law office, uh, and it's actually pretty well preserved from um, how it was when he lived there. And it was his memories of being in this park in his childhood in in the snow that contributed to Winter Wonderland. Aww. So... Uh, a little more about Richard Smith. He took music lessons in school, and as an adult, he worked as a theater manager and an advertising jingle writer uh, with the ultimate goal of becoming a songwriter. In 1931, he was diagnosed with tuberculosis. And while being treated for the disease at West Mountain Sanitarium in Scranton, he saw people in the snow through his window, and this, plus the memories of his childhood in Honesdale across the street from the park, inspired Winter Wonderland. What a yeah. depressing twist yeah <laughs> on winter wonderland yeah it's not great but that's the story hey sometimes that's how it happens in this show you i guys. mean i think every third song from 1930 is written with someone staring out a sanitarium window yeah, yeah. yeah, fair, yeah so. that's right so that festive little tune that you've been humming along to in the grocery store <laughs> was written from a tuberculosis hospital <laughs> hey uh Hey, uh, uh, Ruth Franklin. No, no, it was Arthur Murray. It was. Hey, Arthur Murray. That's all you're saying. It was written by a guy with tuberculosis. All right. Check out Clerk. I don't really need that. I, I got Just She's like, I got a lot, I got a lot to go. do. She's like, it's I'm, Christmas, I'm having man. a big party. <laughs> Come on. Come on. I got to get to the Colgate hour to do half We're of it. <laughs> I opened oh, the man. show, which I don't think I'm supposed to. But whatever. <laughs> They said, hey, if it sells toothpaste, it, it works. Hey, so. Bert Lahr's waiting. You going to keep Bert Lahr waiting? <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so um, between bouts of tuberculosis, he took the lyrics uh, that he wrote to composer Felix Bernard. Bernard was born April 28th, 1897 in New York Ooh. City. He was a pianist, band leader, and a songwriter in vaudeville and for films. Moving pictures? Yeah, they, they had talkies at this point. Um <laughs> There's honestly not a lot out there on uh, his life and career or um, Richard Smith's life and career, mm -hmm. largely because they both died kind of tragically young. Felix Bernard died in 1944, and Richard Smith died from tuberculosis, sadly, on September 29th, 1935. It was his 34th birthday. Eesh. Damn. So he didn't... So they didn't really do... I mean, Richard Smith didn't really do much else. I mean, he didn't really have a chance to. Yeah. Right. No, this, I think he's kind of there. This their is one big thing. This is the biggest thing that they're they're known for. I mean, uh, Felix Bernard, like in vaudeville, um, he wrote songs for a bunch of 
probably then famous vaudeville songs sure. and 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 stage performers. Richard Smith, I think, wrote something like ten published songs. This is this is the one that's kind of lasted. Right, right, right. This is sure. This is their real claim to fame, and uh, as claims to fame go, uh, it's pretty good because it yeah. is 2022, and we are still singing this song in the grocery store. Yep. I mean, this is this this might be the ultimate write a Christmas song. Yeah. If you want to last. <laughs> If you want yep. a song that's going to last, write a Christmas song or at least, or as we've talked about before, find another holiday and tie it in, tie it into a different holiday. A because doubt. obviously there's, there's a lot of Christmas songs. It's hard to, it's hard to, you know, Mariah's the last person who managed to elbow her way in. Um, so, you know, but if you find a, you know, find a different holiday and write a, write a, or at least write a holiday song and uh, you'll live forever. They'll be, they'll be, you know, again, in. In 2090, they'll be like, man, there's not a lot of info on this guy, but uh, here's what I got. Yep. He's in the sanitarium, whatever that is. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, like we said earlier, this song was released in 1934, the original recordings, um, and Richard Smith died in 1935. So so at least he got to know, hopefully. Yeah, both of them- The song was published. Both composer and lyricist- uh, were around long enough to see the release of Winter Wonderland and to see its initial success, but they both died before it became a holiday standard. Um, Felix mm. Bernard died in 1944, and that Perry Como recording that that really sort of launched it into the standard category um, was in 1946. Right. So that's sad, but um, but they did get to see its initial success at least. In 2021, a Pennsylvania state historical marker was placed outside of Richard Smith's childhood home. It reads, Lyricist Richard Dick Smith, 1901 to 1935, wrote the song Winter Wonderland in 1934 while being treated for tuberculosis in Scranton, recorded by dozens of popular singers, which I think is an underestimate. It became one of the I mean, most. Does it, how many dozens? Popular. Oh yeah, <laughs> recorded yeah. by dozens of popular singers. That's, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, just a plaque writer is just like, "Hey, I get Perry Cuomo out here. He's not popular. <laughs> uh, I'll decide who's popular. He's awesome." Recorded by dozens of popular singers, it became one of the most memorable and beloved songs of the holiday season. Smith's family lived here at 922 Church Street, and the song was inspired by his boyhood memories of playing across the street in Central Park. He passed away from TB shortly after the song was released. Pennsylvania Historical and Museum Commission, 2021. Mm-hmm. Nice. And wow. uh, well, that's, that's great. Uh, pretty much oh, it. Oh, 2021. So they just did it. Just did it, yeah. yeah. Oh, you said you said in 2021. Okay. Yeah. But still, that's cool. Yeah. That's, that's fun. All right. So, and there's well, only something, I think there's less than 30 of those state markers. So it's, it's a pretty big deal. Yeah. Nice. I mean, one of them's just about the hoagie, but you know, yeah, yeah, still nice to be recognized. <laughs> and one's about the Philly fanatic. So, <laughs> <laughs> birthplace. <laughs> yes, the birthplace of the Philly fanatic. So yeah. he's in good company, is what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. On, on this spot, there was a toxic waste spill, and the Philly fanatic popped out, and we haven't been able to <laughs> catch him ever since. Um, all right. Well, that was our history of winter wonderland. You know, they uh, don't, they don't quick... have one of those, uh, one of those markers by the Liberty Bell, but they do have one by the, uh, birthplace of Gritty. 
<laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about the lesson we learned from this song with Lessons Learned. Like us on Facebook. You'll get lots of great story song content and we'll break up those crazy political posts from your uncle. Liking the story song podcast on Facebook makes the world a better place for everyone. Except uncles. All right, we're back. It's time for Lessons Learned. What lesson we learned from this song? Uh, Rachel, let's start with you. What lessons you learned from Winter Wonderland? I learned that when you're in a relationship, and you start building a snowman, before you build the snowman, you should really talk about uh, where you are in your relationship. Because the moment you build that snowman, he's going to ask about your relationship status. And, it's, and, and it's, it's tough to not have an answer to it. So as you start rolling that first body ball, <laughs> say, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Do we want to take our on. relationship to the next level? Because if we don't, we got to stop right now. There are... Two things you absolutely have to know before getting into a serious relationship with someone. One, do you want kids? Right? Mm-hmm. And two, what are we going to say to the snowman? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, that's right. Make sure. These are the two things you have to answer. Exactly. And you don't want to get too far down the road and then find out. Every couple's counselor is going to tell you that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, on that note uh guys life hack uh i wish i had like a sound effect life hack um life hack guys that's the sound effect if you have some important um like government business or whatever big life uh life hack uh let's say you have to like pay a parking ticket right Mm -hmm. build a snowman pretend he's a judge um pay the ticket right yeah let's say you got to go to the post office build a snowman pretend he's a post postal employee give him your mail yep you know, and then when people are like, "Hey, you didn't pay that bill." Look, I gave it to the I, po- I gave it, it to, at the post office. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I pretended that snowman was the postal man, and then I gave it to him. But that's not my problem. And they're gonna be like, "All right, you're using the snowman loophole." That's yeah. Uh, yeah. What are we gonna you do? got us on this what are we one. Gonna do? So the powers yeah, of yeah. my imagination are far stronger than your reality. That's true. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I pretended real hard that he was <laughs> that he was a postman. So that isn't mail. That that's not a bill. That's just a leaf. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I don't tell you. I pretended it was it was a check for a thousand dollars that I was paying to you. I you're gonna that's your problem now. You gotta pal. figure it out. I don't know what to tell you. It's April. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. That guy's on vacation. I guess. Wait till next year. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back again someday. That's what you yeah. said. He'll come back someday. It's right in the song. They're like, they're like, wrong song. Gotcha. <laughs> ah, damn it. Michael, what'd you learn? I learned if you meet a snowman, mm-hmm. say either in the meadow, online, and the first <laughs> thing he says to you is, are you married? Swipe left on that snowman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because uh, he's going to be too clingy and yeah, too needy. Sure. And that's too forward. The first thing he's yeah. going to say, no, come on. No, man. Yeah. No, man. Yeah. No, I also, I thought you were gonna say, I think you gonna say, if you meet a snowman online and he says he's a person, get get more information, like you get, have him <laughs> yeah. prove it. Don't just take his word for it you, that he's yeah, a person. Because you know what, he might be a circus clown. He might be a circus <laughs> clown. <laughs> he might be a circus clown. <laughs> you don't know. Those are the, when it comes to snowman, there are two options. <laughs> 
They could be Parsons or they could be circus clowns. And you do not want to have what you think is a Parson turn out to be a circus clown. Yeah. Trust me. I know from experience, you guys. <laughs> you do not want that to happen to you. There's a whole scam about snowmen or clown snowmen pretending to be Parson. Oh, yeah. Snowmen. That's yeah. that's how they get people into the snow, cl- uh, the snow clown circus. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You think you're signing a marriage that, certificate and you're not. You're signing Delete a contract for five year, a five-year contract. Yeah. Don't click Next that link. You know you're in, Do not click the no. link, you guys. Next thing you know, you're in Snow Clown College, and uh, yeah. it's real tough to get out and of that. And your parents so. are disappointed in you. It's tough. <laughs> well, more disappointed than they were before. Because um, you're talking to snowmen all the time. You're just talking to too many snowmen. Your mother is like, stop talking to snowmen. Well, I'm off to college, Mom. <laughs> Go out to the front yard. Start doing cartwheels around a snowman. <laughs> oh, where did we go wrong? Uh, I'm never uh, going to get grandchildren. <laughs> <laughs> Snow marriages are not legally binding. Hey, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, we hope you guys had a great holiday, um, and you're going to continue to have a great holiday um this is going to be our uh last show of the year but we'll be back in early january uh with our new year's special um and then after that we're gonna take a little a little bit of a break uh but don't worry we still got stuff coming to you we got the classic episode for the night lights out in georgia coming to you and then after that uh we did a very special episode talking about the movie version of the nights the lights went out in georgia so hope you guys enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Um, we are just continuing we'll that 100th episode celebration well into the new year. You bet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, you, know, you hit 100 I mean, episodes, you got you to gotta gotta milk celebrate. it, baby. Adding two years. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, and then we'll be back in February with some uh, more regular, uh, but just as good episodes. So anyway, if you guys are fin- uh, follow us on the socials like Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, that would be great. And if you could leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever your podcast, we would certainly appreciate it. And we will read it on the show. Uh, we'll be back next episode with our New Year's special. Until then, I'm Dan McInerney. I'm Rachel Oaks. And I'm Michael Gazelle. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks for listening, and goodbye. Bye. Bye. I said I walk Our theme music was written and performed by Jason Flowers. Find him on Twitter at Jason Flowers with a Z. Some of our bumper music was provided by Purple Planet Music. Our logo was designed by Dan Geva. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at story underscore song, and on Instagram at story song podcast. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you find your podcasts. The Story Song Podcast is a proud member of the Pantheon Podcast Network. Go to pantheonpodcasts.com. Thanks for listening. It's the story Well, anyone who hasn't seen it, there is a monkey that they dress up to be a giant mouse who looks exactly like the old-timey version of Mickey Mouse. And I've often wondered if it's supposed to literally be Mickey Mouse and they just were like, it was just IP infringement, um, 1930s style, but I'm not sure. (laughs) Um, But if you want to see something that's going to disturb you to your core (laughs) and live with you for the rest of your life, 
uh, take a gander at the monkey dressed up like Mickey Mouse yeah. uh, running around this 1930 soundstage. And um, it's, it's the kind of thing that you're, you never get over. The- you never, like, a part of your innocence is lost forever. And guess what, guys? You never get it back. The whole movie That's is a living thing. nightmare, and I love it. It is. <laughs> it is. Do something fun with the family. Come downtown and go to the auto show January 20th through the 22nd at the CHI Health Center. Get inside the newest cars, trucks, and SUVs and see some of the hottest electric cars like the Hyundai Ionic 5. Race a NASCAR remote control car. See beautiful classic cars and visit the Subaru Pet Adoption. Free admission for veterans on Friday. Get out and go to the auto show January 20th through the 22nd. Find more at omahaautoshow.com. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Progressive is America's number one motorcycle insurer, so we understand motorcycles. No, really, we have a bike translator. Uh, Okay, this is awkward, but this bike says he'd appreciate it if you removed his skull pattern saddlebags. He feels self-conscious about them around all the other bikes, and he says you're not fooling anyone. You mostly ride with your golfing buddies. (laughs) Listen, I'm just the messenger here. Oh, no, I don't want to say that. I think you made yourself clear. Quote with Progressive and see if you could save with America's number one motorcycle insurer. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 